Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laidman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. You know what else we also happen to be, Chris? We also happen to be two grateful dads, because I gotta say right off the top, thank you to everybody who came out to our Extra Life stream on Saturday night and played Jackbox games with us all night long. It could not have gone better. That's what I got to say. Well, that's good. It's because I showed up. You're really excited to see me. I mean, I was wondering if you were showing up. I, I, like Going into the, the actual event, I was like, where are you? We didn't do a mic check or anything. We just went for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never messaged me, Mike. I didn't know where you were. I, hey, I did message you, but I did it on Discord, and I did it, quote, unquote, incorrectly <laughs> oh yes so, yes right yes right you just put it in the channel with yes. no indication that i want i was being summoned yeah i didn't know i i don't know i don't know discord well mikey you gotta get with it that's what the kids nowadays are using i know well, the only things i've used discord on are our last extra life stream and this one so yeah. <laughs> you know it's it's not like I have a lot of, of experience with it, but hey, you know, just once again, thanks to everybody who came out. We had a great time. We didn't have to worry about players the entire night. We had, well, we always had a, a full game and like even if not full, we had enough players to play decent, you know, decent games. And also we had a nice revolving door of players too. So it's not like we, you know, we played for two and a half hours and only the same five people played we we swapped people out we even had a few people who we didn't know pop in and join us which was which was really nice and uh yeah i think it made for a really fun evening yeah no it was definitely good we had i think at one point like 14 or 15 viewers which doesn't seem like a lot to most people but to us that's quite a lot that's a lot that yeah. is a lot yeah, yeah. And then it was great too. And this is the part that really bears mentioning is we did hit our extra life goal. So that was the important thing is mm-hmm. that we, we, we hit our goal. And, and I got to say the, the hitting of the extra life goal was actually rather entertaining because the reason we hit our goal is because your wife wanted to go to bed. Yes, that's right. She didn't want the stream to drag on all night. <laughs> she wanted to go to sleep. So she figured out how much money we were missing. And then that's what she donated. And she donated us over the top. Yeah. And and I had to laugh because, you know, she could have left at literally any time. And we would have continued to play without her. And she could have gone to bed and. Yeah, could have. Could have. But I mean, what, what are the fun would that been, Mike? I guess. I mean, you wouldn't have gotten this story out of it, right? She would have. She would have missed the wonderful moment of us all celebrating when we hit the goal. I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think. Yeah. I'll see if I can pull the audio and then insert it here. But we all celebrate that we hit the goal, and then you can hear Tiff whisper into the microphone, "Can I go now?" (laughs) (laughs) No, it was. was like a can i go to bed now or yeah or like whatever that. so something along those lines yeah. something along those lines yeah it was pretty pretty entertaining and i'm like i heard what you said <laughs> you were on the microphone yeah. any requests for any of these games <laughs> oh did, did we reach our goal D- what yes we reached it. we're at 515 yeah all right guys let's pack it in it's done we're done i'm going to bed it's 10 o'clock. I'm in my 30s. I can't yep. do this. <laughs> I'm kidding. What's that? Did you say you donated because you want to go to bed? <laughs> She's pregnant, Mike. I mean, <laughs> she can definitely go to bed whenever she wants. She doesn't need to do anything. It's to definitely do that. true. I mean, 
There you go. You can say something, Tim. Good night, everybody. Good night, night Tim. Thanks for playing. Sleep. Thanks for donating so you could sleep. <laughs> That's funny. Thank you, Tiff, for putting us over the edge, and I'm, I hope you got a decent amount of sleep that night. So, uh, for what I understand, she slept well. I guess clear, clear conscience at that point. You know? Oh, of course, of yeah. course. When you've done the work of the angels by donating to the children's <laughs> charity, <laughs> but, the angels. Wow, wow. Uh, well, you know, I was going to say God's work, but then I was like, is that what she was doing? Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's- I don't know. This is dipping into like a real religious territory here. Yeah, I know, I know. Like, I didn't mean for it to get so religious, but I went as like God's work, and then it was like, no, the, yeah, not doing that. Let's go angels, because angels are still at least nice, right? Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when you do something nice, and you're like, oh, you're 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 the sweet angel, you know? Yeah, that's what the, your southern grandma tells you. Oh, you sweet angel. That's true. You know? That's true. <laughs> and I mean, Tiff even has a southern grandma, so. Yes, she does. Yeah, she has two of them. Would you even believe it? Yeah. Does one of them call her a sweet angel? Uh, Or is it a sweet angel pie? No, they all call her sissy because apparently, Mike, that is a southern thing to call like granddaughters is sissy. There's sissies in every family. Huh. As in like sister, you know. I get it. But that's still very odd (laughs) is what that is. Yeah, well, you know different cultures i guess right i suppose well in the end when all is said and done we raised over 500 dollars for mac kids this year and i was so happy that we, we were able to do that because like i like to give back to the hospital that did such great things for both your family and my family so it's, it's mm-hmm. nice to uh return the favor so to speak and 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 the thing that's nice too is it's actually slightly more because we raised 500 dollars u.s so I think all in all, we've raised over over two years, we raised like $1,200 or something like that. Yeah, that's right. The, the exchange rate works well for us in the, <laughs> I guess, under that guise of, of donation. Yeah. So yeah, so that was a, a great success over the weekend. But what else did you get up to over the weekend? Uh, Mike, we were fairly busy. As, as busy as you can be in this COVID world, that's for sure. We built a gingerbread house with Ben. And let me tell you, Mike, that was an experience. <laughs> I, I can imagine. Now, was it an experience because he didn't do a very good job of decorating or was it an experience because he ate all of the supplies? It, he was more or less trying to eat everything. So Tiff and I were trying to put this thing together as fast as we could because every, you know, five to 10 seconds, a little finger would come out and swipe off a whole scoop of icing and he'd lick it back and take a jujube off the roof and he'd pound that back too. He was very excited to do it. I think next year he'll have a little more fun, but yeah, he definitely enjoyed the decorating at first until he licked his lips or like licked his finger to see what this thing was that he keeps putting on the house. And then, uh, then the game just changed. At that of point. course. Yeah. That is just a race to try to eat it. So we had to like distract him with, uh, we sacrificed like one of the trees that come with the gingerbread house and he would eat that while we could kind of quickly do part of the house, but it was fun. Definitely would recommend it if you haven't done it already. We um, had a really cute moment. We decided to take Ben shopping to buy presents for his grandparents. And by that, we don't mean like, you know, oh, this is a gift from Ben. But it was actually Tiff and I deciding. We literally brought Ben to the dollar store. and We said, you need to find a, you know, a present for Mimi, for Papa, for Grandma and Popa, whatever. And, and so he actually, Mike, actually did shopping. It wasn't like he just grabbed the first four things that he saw and like that was it. Like he 
went up the toy aisle and he kind of like, okay, what do you want to get for Pop? And he kind of like looked around and like picked up a toy, put it down. It's like, this is the one that I want to get for him. And he kind of repeat that over and over. So it was very cute. You know, in the end, we spent, I think, like a whole $20 or $25, but uh, I think it'd be At well worth it. At the dollar store? How many presents are they getting? Well, they got four. They got four. But I mean, these are big ticket dollar store items, you know, like four or five bucks a piece, right? And they're what? They're going to break immediately upon purchase? Well, it depends. I'm, I imagine that they'll all opt to share their toys with Ben, but you never know. <laughs> it depends. They might take good care of them. They could. I, I mean, I'm curious. What toys did Ben get for Grandma and Grandpa? Well, I can't spoil it, Mike. They all listen to the podcast. Ah, oh, damn it. Well, you have yeah. to tell me off air then. That's right. I'll tell you. I'll tell you after the show. It's if we remember. Stuff, yeah, it's some good stuff. And of course, he did get himself something as well, you know, for his good work, obviously. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, so that was good. I had to break some bad news to Ben today. So I picked him up from daycare and he was all excited to tell me that I put out fires for for my job because one of the other kids at daycare, his father is a firefighter. Mm -hmm. So, of course, you know how kids are is, well, oh, my dad does the same thing. My dad does firefighting, too, and and Mm -hmm. does this, too. And it's like, sorry, bud. No, I just I uh, work with computers. So now he says, oh, what does daddy do? Daddy fixes computers. (laughs) But that's technically right. Yeah, that's right. I, I do more than that. It's hard to explain to a young child. So, yeah, it's just I just fix computers. And then he seems to be okay with that, but it's not as glamorous as a firefighter, you know? So what was his reaction to you not being a firefighter? It was kind of like a blank stare and like computers. I was like, yeah, daddy <laughs> fixes. Co- okay. Okay. Daddy fixed computers. So it was like, okay. I think he, he took it rather well, but yeah, definitely uh, nothing to brag about, you know, compared to Miller's dad, who's a firefighter, that kind of thing. Of course, of course. And then uh, lastly, Mike, here's a, a teaching moment for all those parents out there. Obviously, Ben is is deep into the terrible twos at this point in time. And I imagine it's the same with William. You know, he you don't give him that ball he wants. He gets really mad or he doesn't want to go to bed. He gets mad and upset and, and whatever. So we've been trying to teach him how to do like deep breaths and finger tracing i don't know if you know what that is it's basically deep breaths like you put your hand like one finger on your other finger and when you go up the finger you take a deep breath and when you go down the finger you breathe out that kind of thing and i guess the reason that these things kind of work is if your kid is having a real meltdown trying to use logic at that point in time will not work because the toddler's brains haven't developed enough where they can use both the left and right side of their brain at the same time So if you're like, oh, well, you can play this after 15 minutes or just eat your broccoli and then you can have your cookie or whatever, they won't understand that because they're too emotional and it blocks the logical side of their brain. So in order apparently to get through to them, you have to calm them down first with like hugs and appeal to their their emotions. And then once they've calmed down, you can explain, hey, you know eat the broccoli and then you'll live, you know, then, then you can have that cookie or that chocolate or something afterwards. So I found that to be pretty interesting and we're kind of having some success with it. It's very new for us, but yeah, I just thought it might be interesting. You know, you could, you can utilize the same tricks. I, I would definitely need some sort of trick because yeah, you're right. William is definitely in the stage of, you know, William, can you do this? No, I want this. But if you want, that just do this first and then you can have it no yeah yeah exactly yeah so yeah you have to settle them and then apparently they will listen a little bit more than they probably typically would so 
But anyway, yeah, that's kind of what we've been doing here. What have you been up to there, Mike? Well, as as mentioned, William is has been having some tantrums, but other things that he's been up to, he's getting into sentences. Oh yeah, but just but just little sentences, little two word sentences like "yes, please" and "yes" and "yes, okay" or "no, please." And my personal favorite was he brought me a book and said, "Please read." Oh, that's pretty good. So, so he's got a pretty wide vocabulary now then. Yeah. So he's, he's gotten it, you know, he's starting to get a, 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 a framing on sentences, which is nice. So well, that's good. Yeah. Very, very good on, on that front. And uh, we've been trying to raise the Christmas spirit around the house by doing a few things around the house and, uh, and even at night going out. So what we've been doing is like our tree was decorated like, like three weeks ago, like as soon as it was very early in November where Laura was like, we're doing Christmas now. And I'm like, oh, OK, so here it is. Like, you know, we had the tree and we got William a, a little felt tree that's up on the wall in the same room and, and he can decorate it as much as he pleases. Right. Yeah. And um, most of the time he'll get like there are times when he gets angry and he runs over to his felt tree and just tears all the ornaments down. <laughs> yeah yeah we have the same tree so i've experienced that before yeah so he's he does that and, and or he'll just do it for fun and i'm like what's fun about this like what is, what is fun i don't get this but uh he'll go over to to the actual tree and just take ornaments off and then just throw them but not like throw them more of a a light toss you know <laughs> he'll just be like eh. you know like just here it goes I don't just, need to, this. just to see what happens. Hopefully all the breakable stuff is above like three feet. Yeah. All the nice ornaments are very high and all of the like little plastic bulbs that just bounce like that we have like 50,000 replacements if one breaks. Yeah. The, the bucket of 500 for five bucks. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So it's like awesome. I love that you just keep taking them off the tree and throwing them. <laughs> but yeah. So that's one thing that we've, we've been doing. Like we made a Christmas craft where we had an ornament that William painted. And by William painted, he just threw paint at it until we were like, okay, you're done. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that ornament is up on the tree. And we have been going for walks at night where we go around the neighborhood and we look at the houses and, and look at all the Christmas stuff. So we got all the lights. What's good. Do you guys have like a lot of really done up houses in your area? Because we have a couple, but not very many at this point in time. We're getting more and more. We have a few houses. There's a few houses in the neighborhood that have like the blow up frosties and stuff. Okay, sure. You know, there's this one house that has an enormous blow up Santa Claus in front of it. And we go to it and we were like, look, it's Santa. Tell Santa what you want for Christmas. And he just gets a big smile on his face because obviously his sentences mostly consist of, okay, please, and things like that. So right, right. he's not about to turn around and be like, I would like a Red Rider BB gun or But he could like say that. like train or something. He could, yeah, but I don't think he quite understands the present factor yet. So, oh, okay, okay, yeah, like he get he understands like if you give him a present, he understands what that is. But if you say like, "What would you like as a present?" He's like, "What?" You know that kind of a, uh, okay. that kind of a thing. I think it will be one more year before we have like some real recognition about what's going on with this Christmas thing. You know, yeah, I, I would agree with you there. Ben is Ben understands Santa, and he understands that Christmas means presents. But he hasn't quite intersected that Santa means present, like that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Santa brings presents. So I yeah. Think, yeah, I agree with you. I think age three will be the Christmas boom. 
Mm-hmm. And what we've also been doing with William, and this is something that he absolutely loves, is we we got him an advent calendar. Okay. So every you look at me like you don't know what an advent no, calendar is. No, no, I just is. I just heard like a big beep on my side. And I just wanted to make sure everything was still recording. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I did not hear the beep yeah. on my end. So, but anyway, we got we have a, an advent calendar for for William, and it took two days before we forgot to give him one. Oh, nice. So on the fourth, he got two. He got two pieces because we screwed up. So what is your advent calendar? Is it just like one of those ones you peel off the chocolate things or is it or have you guys got a kind of like custom, you know, we have little toy cars and stuff? No, no. It's one of the ones, like you said, where you peel it open and there's chocolate inside. Nice. But it's, I forget what kind, what brand it is, but it's, it's obviously it's vegan chocolate. Right. So, yeah. So he's got that. And every day he gets this little chocolate treat and I just sit there and look at him and be like, I wish I had some damn chocolate, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I'm an I'm an adult that could just go buy chocolate for I, myself. I was going to say, yeah, or get the adult uh, advent calendars, like those scratch off ticket ones. Have you seen those? I have seen those ones, yeah. but you know what interests me more is ones that are full of chocolate because yeah. I don't. But, but Mike, yeah. if you want that cool half million, imagine the number of chocolates you could buy with that. That's true. That is a lot of chocolates that yeah. I could buy. We did try to watch The Grinch. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 and I mean. We watched, it was the Jim Carrey Grinch, mm-hmm. and we went with that because William is proven still that he doesn't really like cartoons. He likes live action. He likes people. So, we thought, okay, well, if we watch the Jim Carrey Grinch, it's live action, maybe it'll be, you know, live action enough and also cartoony enough to kind of keep his attention. And it almost worked. It almost worked. Okay. The beginning of the movie, there's a lot going on. There's like shopping sprees and it quickly jumps between characters and things like that. But once the actual story starts to kick in, the movie kind of slows down its pace. Right. And that's when William stops caring. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So at the beginning when it's all like, oh, the Who's are shopping in Whoville, then it's like, wow, so much is happening and he loves it. But then it's like, oh, the Grinch is plotting to eat a sandwich and it's like, no, I'm done. This is over. Where's Blippy? <laughs> yeah. Give me a good old reliable Blippy. Yeah. We, we try to do the Grinch thing too. We try to do the Jim Carrey and we try to do, there's a new one. Yeah, the Benedict Cumberbatch one. It's by the guys who did Minions. Yeah, so we tried that one. And the only one that we've gotten through is like the classic. Like that classic, like 20 minute, you know, on TV every Christmas one. And that one seems to have stuck. But Ben doesn't mind cartoons. We talked about on the stream. Like he likes Paw Patrol now. He's into that. So he's kind of moved on from Blippi to a certain extent. So yeah, no, Blippi is still king of the mountain here. But, But one more thing before we go. Lately, I've been introduced to a meme about the Grinch that I really love, and I've decided to share it with you just in case you didn't you didn't know it. It's a picture of the Grinch, and underneath it says, uh, maybe the Grinch would be a better person if there wasn't some dude who popped on and sang about what a piece of shit he was every five minutes. He <laughs> <laughs> does raise a good point, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, inevitably, the Grinch became blippy, and... And then we just continued to watch to watch Blippi on the on the PS4 because you know everything down there is a, is a big streaming box. But it's funny because I used to use the PS3 as a streaming box, or we would watch movies on it. But now we kind of can't because I had to unhook it to hook the PS5 up. Like not because of like 
you know, I didn't plan on using the PS3 anymore. It's just that the way that the cords were, I just couldn't have both of them at the same time. I have to like go behind the TV and re- completely redo the cords, which I'm not looking forward to. Right. So right. I've been I've been lazy because, you know, I don't want to unhook my PS5. I have games on there that are suspended and things like that that I want to play, you know? Sure. Yeah. But so, Mike, I'm curious, why stream on the PS3 and not the PS4 at that time? Is there like a reason? The PS3 has a remote. Oh, oh, okay. That's it. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's basically outright laziness. The <laughs> PS3 has a I have a Blu-ray remote for that, you know, is power on, on up, down, left, right, play, sure, stop, yeah, etc. Standards, yeah. It, the PS4 itself, currently the only way we can control it is with a dual shock controller, which is a little more awkward. Right. So. Okay. Yeah, I just was wondering if there was like a tech reason or something, but no, that does make sense. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it, with the exception of some things, because it if up until recently it it plays everything. Like you can get Amazon Prime on it, you can get Netflix on it, you can get YouTube on it, but Disney Plus is not available on PS3. Oh, they just yeah. they just didn't make a PS3 Disney Plus app. So apparently, it's still very much used as a as a Blu-ray player because Sony recently released a, a patch that updates the Blu-ray firmware in the PS3 so that it can continue to play newer Blu-rays. So I mean. People are still using their PS3s as Blu-ray players at the very least. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. But the PS5, though, I got to tell you, I beat that Bug Snacks. I platinumed that Bug Snacks. And is it now the number one game you've played on PS5, Mike? No. Okay. It's it's really good, and I really enjoyed it. But, I mean, I got to tell you, I got that, that Bug Snacks platinum, and I feel pretty good about myself. But something I got to say about Bug Snacks and I don't want to spoil it because it's it's a fun game and it's free. So you should play it or at least add it to your cart and then get it later kind of a thing. Because you can do that. Like it's still, it's a PlayStation Plus game that's available until the end of January, I think. So you can add it to your cart and claim it even if you don't have a PS5, which I suggest you do. Because then once, you know, you get your PS5, you'll have a free PS5 game. Yeah, definitely. So I won't I won't spoil the the story because there is a story to Bug Snacks. But holy shit, does that story go off in a f-ing crazy direction that I was not <laughs> expecting? Well, that's good. I guess it makes it more interesting, right? Yeah. It become a, some post-apocalyptic world, right? I'm assuming, you know. Well, it, I won't say anything, but it it <laughs> Bug Snacks takes a turn. Okay, I will say. all right. Yeah. Now that Bug Snacks is done, I've gone back to Kingdoms of Amalur. And I love that game. But you know what? I love it more now because the load times on that game have gotten so much better because I've moved it to PS5. It's crazy. Well, that's good. Yeah. Like I was telling somebody earlier that when you would transfer from one area to another, it would be like a minute wait of loading or like even longer. Yeah, that's that's brutal. And now it's like 15 seconds. Well, that's way better. Yeah, that's definitely good. It's way better. It's crazy. And that's like, if it's a long wait, it's like 15 seconds. Like if you go in a house, it's like, here's the loading. Oh, it's over. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like it used to be like 30 seconds of loading to get into a house. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm really, I'm really enjoying the PS5 to play PS4 games. But I, I didn't realize until recently how lucky I am to actually have a PS5. Like I knew... I knew that there were, you know, people who weren't able to get it because the pre-order situation was weird and things like that. But like, 
it's worse than I thought it was. Like way worse than I thought it was. And if he, I mean, I don't know about you. I follow, I follow PlayStation on Twitter. I follow PlayStation on Instagram and stuff. Every single post about PlayStation, whether it's a post from PlayStation or about PlayStation, the comments are full of people being like, where the f*** is the stock? Right, right. You know, where are more PlayStations? Give me more play. Like, I want my PlayStation. Put out more PlayStations. Things like that. It's every single post. And there is some crazy crap going on with people trying to get a hold of PS5. Yeah, you were kind of teasing this to me before the episode. I'm just really curious to see what this stuff is. Okay, so first of all, apparently the PS5 shortages are so bad that there was a Saturday Night Live sketch about it yes. on this week's episode of Saturday Night Live. And it was it was amazing, Mike. Yes. You have to look it up. Yeah. I've I've seen I saw the first half of it and then I had to watch William, but like I I, I would like to see the rest of it. But it was a, it was an awesome sketch that I had because I started watching it without knowing what it was about. So when it got to the part where it was the Eminem parody and and then him being like, where's my PS5? Like, that was when it got really good for me. Yeah. But that should just give you an idea of how mainstream it is that people are looking for PS5s. But the real, like, crazy shit is all happening in the UK. Yeah. So what's going on over there? So for the first of all, people's orders were not showing up, but in, like, very suspect ways. So, like, people were checking their shipping information and it would be like, we've handed, like like the Amazon or wherever, would be like, we've handed off your package to local courier. I can't remember one of the names. It was, it's no nobody we ever have. Like, it's not like it's Purilator or UPS or yeah, anything Or like DHL that. or anything, yeah. Yeah, so I, you know what? I'll just use, just because it's easier, I'll use Purilator as an example. So people are showing, like, I, I, I saw somebody post a picture that it was their Purilator, quote unquote, Purilator shipping information. And it was, we've received your package, and two seconds later, your package is missing. Please contact the retailer and try and get a replacement. Meaning, people at the staff have stolen their package. Wow. I mean, I got my PS5. I know what the package it ships in looks like. It is a cardboard box that says PS5 on the side. Right. Yeah. It's not It's not in a... Uh, no, I was going to say gray. It's not in a brown cardboard box. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is like if I mean, there's there's two ways. There's two ways that it can ship. One is the retailer pulls a shitty thing and adds a, just slaps a sticker on it because mm-hmm. I've seen that. But there's also like a brown cardboard box that just says PS5 on the side. Oh, uh, OK. OK. You know, it, like it, you can't disguise the fact that it's a PS5. It's not it's not like it's a cardboard box with no pictures on it. It literally just says PS5 on it. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing that, that that was happening was people said that like. Oh, yeah, my package just went to the shipping company and then disappeared, quote unquote. And I never and I had to go back to Amazon to get it to get it found. Well, there was that. And then there were the people who got their PS5s delivered and then they opened up the box and it was full of cat litter. Ah, yes. The classic return thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened to a lot. And this is on launch day. So these are people who are getting them the day they showed up. So it's not even like, you know, people are returning them and you get like a, you know, nothing back. It's literally like, oh, no, someone has taken the package, resealed it and put something else inside of it. That's brutal. So that's another fun thing that went on. 
And I'm sure you saw all the articles about all the scam artists that have been using bots and stuff. And there was like something like 3,500 PS5s that were claimed by this scam group to resell. Yeah, it's this whole scalper organization. It's crazy. And that's what I've heard. Yeah, they got 3,500 of them. And I don't know how many people are part of this group, but they're reselling them. I was reading an article today, Mike, and it's the value of technology right now. And it's going through like the PS5 and Xbox and like the new 3000 series NVIDIA graphics cards for computer users. And it's like, well, you can buy them for $499, but right now they're worth about $1,100 on like eBay and places you can actually get them. Yeah. And so that's that's what it is. The PS5 is on average US dollars is $1,100 in order to get one right now, which is crazy. It's nuts. And I somehow, somehow managed to get one at the regular price yeah. on launch day. I have no I have to thank Nikolai because he's the one who gave me the link that got me to the the sale that I got. Right. So right place, right time. But but uh yeah, so that the, the scalper group has been going crazy. I have seen that I guess the Xbox is losing its value a lot quicker. Oh, in terms of like the scalping and that kind of thing? Yeah, because like I saw a photo that somebody posted and it was a Facebook chat, like on a Facebook marketplace with somebody who's like a scalper. And he's like, so do you want it or not? And the guy responds with like, once they push out new consoles next week, you're going to be begging me to take this off your hands kind of a thing. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And and the guy is like, you know, screw you. I'll find someone who wants to buy it. And then the conversation, because he's already had a conversation with this guy, it continues to update when the guy keeps dropping the price. Right. <laughs> so he drops the price like 50 bucks like every day because mm-hmm. nobody's buying it. And then he messages it back. And he's like, having trouble unloading it, aren't you? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So I saw that one. That was pretty funny. And that doesn't really surprise me, right? Because I think you and I talked about the fact that like PlayStation is going to outsell Xbox two to one, three to one, but I'm sure they're producing them at roughly the same rate. There is one more thing, though, that I got to say about people getting their hands on PS5s. And this this comes out of the UK as well. Are you familiar with a rollover? I don't think so. Apparently, in the UK right now, there is a, a series of rollovers to get PS5s. What a rollover is, is a delivery truck is taking... PS5s either to the store or to a distribution center or something along those lines. And then three cars pull up and they box it in on the street that they're they're driving on. Usually it's a highway or something. <laughs> and somebody on the back car is sitting on the roof and they jump from the car to the truck and they crowbar open the back of the car and then they throw PS5s from the truck into the car and then drive away. This is some real fast and the furious kind of shit going exactly, on. Exactly, right? Oh my God. Apparently, it's not just PS5s that they're after, but PS5s right now are the big item that, that, that these sure, guys are yeah. after. But like supposedly, this has happened like 27 times in the last few weeks. That's wild. Yeah, these thieves just rolling up, jumping onto the back of cars and and breaking into them and taking things. Now, they're saying that there's literally no way that the thieves can just have a lucky guess and break in. Like they have to be, there is someone on the inside at wherever these guys are coming from 
that is telling these thieves where to go and where to get this merchandise. Right. They're going to have to start shipping these guys or these things with like somebody riding shotgun with a literal shotgun and then somebody in the back, you know, with the same thing. Armored cars. I was going to say, it's like armored car, Wild Wild West, or sorry, just Wild West kind of combination here. Yeah. Yeah. This is what the world's come to. Have you seen, this is not PS5, but there's a Twitch stream right now and somebody has written a script and all the, and this is for computers this is for the 3000 series graphics cards and they check all the main distributors and all it does is the twitch stream just goes through every single distributor and it says if the cards are in stock or out of stock and i guess this thing has thousands of viewers all the time because people are so desperate to get this stuff like it makes me wonder are we ever going to be able to order anything new off the internet like again you know any like high ticket items like ps5s or these graphics cards or whatever like because it's a shit show now with all the bots and script scripting tools and stuff now yeah like it's it's really nuts like i i was actually listening to a different podcast and they were having a conversation about what how they feel about this kind of thing like what do they think of scalpers because i mean really the people stealing them off the back of trucks they're not stealing them so that they can be like i got one for my brother for christmas you know like these are people they want to sell them and i mean obviously the guys breaking into cars and stuff while they're in motion a la fast and the furious those guys are criminals that's bad oh yeah 100 percent, yeah but what are your thoughts on like because what they went into examples are, are, well, if you're a dude that like waits in line for two days at the Best Buy and you go in and you buy like five consoles and then you sell them all, like, is that bad? I mean, you did the work, you know, <laughs> like I in general, I do not like scalping. Now, Mike, I think if you were to buy your one PS5 and then you looked at it and said, well, I'll sell it. I think I would be more OK with that. But unfortunately, it's it's never on that scale, right? You're always buying five or ten of these things, which I, I just really don't like. To me, it kind of harkens back to like, you ever try to buy WWE tickets online or concert tickets online? Like they go up for sale and within two minutes, it's sold out. But then you go to StubHub and those exact same tickets are all there for 5x markup on these things. Right, right. I, I hate that. I hate it so much. And to me, it's it's basically the same thing. Like what these guys are doing with this technology, it's the same thing. Like I wish there was something in place that we could stop this kind of thing. I forget which retailer it was, but one of them basically did like a virtual waiting room thing that like bots couldn't enter like they, they, the way that they did it. And I forget who it was. I think it might have been Best Buy in the States mm-hmm. that did that. And apparently it was very successful. And a lot of people got one who were actually trying to get one. Yeah. Like I'd be okay with that because the, the reality is, is now half the time, Mike, in order for you to get it, you've got to get one of those scripts that the scalpers use, you know, because otherwise they're going to click faster than you can because a computer can click faster than any human. And those, uh, that, that computer, I mean, the scripts rather, they'll gladly, those scalper guys will gladly pay you to or, or let you pay them to get that script as well so. no exactly exactly you know i i don't like it like are you okay with scalping i oh god no no, no I, I think, think this bullshit. podcast when they were like oh yeah man if you did the work i'm like no that's shitty that's a real shitty thing to do yeah i don't agree with you guys but because it's funny because they actually told a story too that about a woman 
who paid two thousand dollars to cut in line at the first Apple, like the iPhone uh, launch. Yeah, I love, I love that story. Yeah, yeah. And then she had like twenty twenty thousand dollars or something on her, and she went to the front and asked to buy every single phone, and they're like, "We won't send you more than one." Yeah, it's a one per customer limit. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that seems to be more along the lines of what they need to do. But at the same time, I mean, if it's online shopping, right? Like you can just set five bots after it, right? Well, that's what I was going to say. You can go on Best Buy and Best Buy can limit you to one, but then you can go to, you know, Staples and, and I don't know, Amazon and all and get to Sony directly. You can buy it from 10 different places and get your one only. There's a website or not a website, but a Twitter account that I follow and it's called Game Deals Canada. Mm-hmm. And I always have to laugh because I look at the posts and they're, the post goes up and it's something like Xboxes and Playstations are now available at Walmart.Canada. And then there's a, like a, you know, the connecting tweet right of like a reply kind of a thing. And it's from them. And it's like, they're all gone now. And it's always <laughs> like two minutes. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, it's crazy. So I feel now, now I've realized after reading all this crap, how privileged I am to actually have one. So I'm going to go play games from last gen on it because that's what you do with your brand new gen system that everyone is coveting. Yeah. Play old games on it. No kidding. Well, it's weird. You're almost better to line up at the store again. I feel like you have a better shot of getting things now if you line up at the store rather than try to buy it online. I mean, obviously, you're an exception to the rule. You did get one, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, absolutely nuts. Absolutely nuts. And it was funny, too, because I was like, I thought about it and I'm like, do any of my friends have PS5s? I don't think any do. And then I thought about it actually and I'm like, oh no, I have like five friends who have PS5s. Like, <laughs> and, and the funny thing was, we were all kind of in it together. Like Nikolai told me where to buy a PS5. He got a PS5. My friend Stacy, her husband messaged me and asked me where I got mine. I gave him a different link. He got his. And then my my coworker, Adam, he asked me where I got mine. I gave him a different link because all of them were, were you know, so that like, and then one of my friends, he actually is uh, big and important and Sony gave him one. So of the five people I know who have them, four of them were all people who, managed to actually somehow order one and get it within the first few days of launch. Right. I say within the first few days of launch because not everybody's arrived on time. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But crazy. It is crazy. crazy, crazy, crazy. What do you think about the people who say things like Sony is ruining my child's Christmas because I can't buy a PS5. And it's like, no, man. You should have paid more attention. If you wanted to get this thing to your for your kid, you had like two months to pre-order that damn thing. Where were you? I was going to say, yeah, that to me, that's just no excuse. That's being intentionally ignorant to the whole situation. Did you see there was that one tweet? I can't believe how much we're talking about this, but there was that one tweet from some older woman or whatever who was basically saying, it was kind of along the same lines as, you know, Mike, you're like 36 year old. You're, you're ruining Christmas for my kid. Because you should, you're an adult. You shouldn't be playing video games anyway. Leave the consoles for the kids. And I was like, video games are the biggest industry on the planet right now. <laughs> like entertainment industry. Like it, it's not just kids. Yeah, the average age of a gamer is like 35. Well, that's it. Because like our generation and, and a little bit older than us too. Like we, we and they grew up playing games. And why would you just? Why would you stop? Like you know, they're still fun, are they not? You know, you don't have as much time to play them, but they're still an enjoyable medium. Mm-hmm. 
which is really great when they load like 20 times faster because now you have that extra bit of time yeah. left. I got like an extra <laughs> yeah. five minutes yeah, out of with playing. parents in mind, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Well, I mean, speaking of entertainment properties, like you were saying, a very big shakeup has happened in the movie industry, but only in the States because everybody else doesn't count apparently. No, I know. I hate that. I hate it. Yeah. So- if, if you didn't see it, if you live in the States, good for you. This is all great news for you. But HBO Max has announced that they are going to start showing Warner Brothers films day and date on HBO Max at the same time as the movies appear in theaters, which is crazy. But at the same time, everybody else, nope. All of the theater chains in Canada released statements saying that, no, all of those movies are still coming to theaters uh crave which is the big hbo partner in canada released a statement saying we are not getting those movies but we'll still get hbo max originals so be be hyped for those you know that kind of thing. <laughs> now did they say um because i didn't see it you don't have to pay for them right other no, than the subscription just in, yeah. yeah they're just included yeah which is crazy yeah that's awesome though and I, I know the only limitation is those movies will only be on hbo max for the first month like one month and then they come off. Really? Okay, that I didn't see. Yeah, so Wonder Woman, I think, yeah, is going to be released on it, is it not? I think it's Christmas. Yeah, yeah, it comes out on so, Christmas. So they're they're still going to go to the theaters, but they also get released at the same time on HBO Max. But they'll only exist on HBO Max for one month and then they come off. But they'll still obviously be available in the theaters and potentially they'll show back up on HBO Max later. But I mean, that's still pretty sweet because I don't know. What is it? HBO in the US, like 15 bucks a month or something? Something like that. It's whatever it is. I mean, that's the average for most of those services, right? Yeah. But I mean, like, think about it. You and Laura go to a movie or Tiff and I go to a movie. It's like instant $30 for just the tickets. And then that doesn't include your snacks and stuff. So hell, all you need to do is watch one movie a month that you've paid for your, your subscription. Yeah. So, I mean, if those movies come out, every month then it, it, it's worth its weight right oh absolutely but i mean if you watch anything besides one of those movies you've paid for it right no absolutely and i think they said it's uh, gonna be 21 movies yeah i'm actually looking up the trying to find the full suite because some of them are amazing and then some of them are, are terrible oh i've got some here um it's gonna be Sorry, my brain stopped working. Wonder Woman will be the first one coming out. They're going to have Godzilla versus Kong. So, which I'm like, oh, I want Godzilla versus to- Kong. Totally jealous. Yeah, Godzilla uh, versus Kong was supposed to be out now, and they pushed it back because of the virus. Yeah, every movie's supposed to be out. Suicide Squad, that one's coming out. Dune will be on there. Matrix Four will be on there. Uh, I don't know. Do you want me to read them all? Yeah, the, the, li- well, the little things, all the ones that you think matter. Okay. Mm. The Tom and Jerry apparently has a movie. Yeah, I saw the trailer. It's got Chloe Grace Moretz as the main character, the main human. Oh, okay, okay. Mortal Kombat, which I am. Yes. I am curious. (laughs) It's an R rated Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, and you've obviously seen the first, like the originals. Like, of course. It's a shit show. I'm curious what they do with this one. Supposedly, they're doing it dead serious, and it's going to be like. It's actually got a really good cast. Like, it's. It's mostly Asian martial arts actors who are playing, you know, the Asian martial artists, which is nice. We'll see. Maybe it will be better than the first one. Who knows? I feel like based on what they've just shown already. (laughs) It's a low, low bar, Mike. Hey, hey, hey. the first one is a good chuckle and a lot of fun. The second one, 
it's just bad yeah no no what else there's a lin-manuel musical in the heights space jam will be on there two will smith movies king richard and cry macho i didn't know either of those even though i watched that little montage where they showed all the logos i didn't even remember those movies being mentioned okay so 17 movies total not that's still a lot that's more than that's either way that's sweet that's amazing that's more than a movie a month i mean even you don't even have to watch all of them if you don't want to I, I would happily pay for that. I love going to the movies, but obviously we have a hard time doing it now. It would be amazing if I could watch those like kind of blockbuster movies that I want to see from the comfort of my own home. Yep. I miss movies. I really want to see movies again. Like in the movie. Yeah, I, I miss movies too. It's so sad. Like Tiff and I will try to have like a date night, you know, in, in the house date night. Like, well, let's watch a movie. Oh, it's the same list. <laughs> that we've been staring at for the last eight goddamn months like they're the same titles but i mean what can you do have you tried to buy any of the premium experience films no like like because i say premium experience by premium experience i mean inflated inflated price tag is what i mean oh no so what's what would be an example of that so any of the movies that were like hey this was only in theaters for a week kind of a thing like like a perfect example is freaky freaky is a horror movie that came out it's a slasher film apparently it is very good it is vince vaughn is the main character in it oh and okay. and it's a play on the old body swap comedies right you know or like freaky friday and stuff but vince vaughn is a murderer he's a, a serial killer and he swaps bodies with a 17 year old girl who he's trying to murder and so the the murderer is now in the body of the seventeen year old girl, and Vince Vaughn is a is now the seventeen year old girl and is running around being like, "Oh my god, what is <laughs> what is this?" and stuff like that. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, sounds fun. Apparently, it's very good, and I, I would like to see it. But to rent it right now is twenty dollars. So, but what's the enhanced experience, or is it just the reality is you're allowed to rent it? the The reality is you're allowed to uh, rent, to okay, rent it right now. That's yeah. There's a lot of movies that were like that. Like we ended up watching. Oh God, what was it? Invisible Man. Okay, but we waited because Invisible Man that went to that went to home release as a you know ex- the enhanced experience or whatever it was, uh, and it, it came out like a two weeks after it was in theaters, and it was like twenty dollars, and we were like, no, we'll wait, and we rented it for like three dollars like a month ago. Right. Oh, nice. Do you know is Tenant available anywhere online yet? Not yet. Not God, that I, I know. Watch that movie so bad. I mean, mess with pirating. I guess that's sure it's quite available. Sure, in that sense. yeah, that everything's available that way. But yeah, I mean, I saw that the Blu-ray is on its way, so I can only imagine that the digital version will be on its way soon. Right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. No special tenant. You know, early access <laughs> preview. I was just. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't give it a go. Like of all the movies that would have been successful, that one I think would have done well. I think it had something to do with the fact that Christopher Nolan was like you can't touch my movie. You can't do anything with it. My auteur credit that lets me do what I want. And you want to do that. I don't want to do that. That's not a movie, you know, like, cause he's one of those people that like, and I get it. Cause I'm on that. I'm in this boat too. There's a lot of people. There's like a whole series of directors. Like they did all these PSAs and stuff that were like, please turn off the high refresh rates on your television. When you watch our movies, because it ruins how they look stuff like that. 
And he's one of those people who's like, if you want to watch a movie, you need to watch it in the theater in the way that it was intended. Like he basically has flat out been like, don't rent my movies. You know, <laughs> like he goes right, see it in the theater right, right. And, and stuff like that. So I'm not shocked that Tenet was not, even though that was the movie that if they had released it on like, you know, home rental early, it probably would have made way more money. Oh, I think so. Do like a Mulan style situation. Like I, I would have paid 30 bucks to watch it. Maybe yeah, 40? although Mulan yeah. is actually, I think it's available now as just part of Disney Plus. Yes, yeah. What is it? Yeah, it's December now. So yeah, yeah. So there you go. You can just wait, and then it just pops up on a streaming service, and you're all good. Well, that's right. Well, Mike, speaking of waiting for movies, if you ever wanted to watch any of those James Bond flicks that have been around the last forty years, now is your chance. <laughs> but again, only if you live in the U.S. because they are all available for free on YouTube in the U.S. only. With the exception of the two newest, Skyfall and Spectre. Well, oh, is this Skyfall? I thought it was no... What I had seen, it only had mentioned as far as Pierce Brosnan. Oh, uh, from what I understand, maybe I guess we should have checked before, was the early Daniel Craig was on there, like Casino Royale and the other one. That the I, one that nobody likes, Quantum of Solace? Yeah, that's the one. Those ones are available as well. But the two newest were not. You know what I don't get? about the Daniel Craig James Bond movies is Quantum of Solace is like the worst one out of all of them. Mm -hmm. But they all rely so heavily on Quantum of Solace's story to make sense. Yeah, that's true. But I got to be honest, I love Daniel Craig as James Bond. Like I, I never would have thought that anyone could replace Pierce Brosnan, but I, I like Daniel Craig's James Bond movies better than all the Pierce Brosnan. Honestly, all all the James Bond movies in total. Like, I think they're, they're fantastic. Skyfall is, is my favorite by far. Skyfall is a fantastic movie, yeah. but I feel like, I feel like the Daniel Craig Bond movies exist outside of like Bond, you know, like it, it's, what's well, a different take on it. I think it's a very P different take. Pierce handles the kind of like tongue in cheek James Bond quite well, where it's still sort of like, Look at this wacky gadget that I'll never have any use for, except in this one niche situation, which guess what? It showed up, you know, like I think he does a great job of that version of James Bond, but this sort of more darker, grittier James Bond, man, the Daniel Craig stuff is, is amazing. I love it. But that's the thing, like the Daniel Craig James Bond doesn't feel to me like I don't get me wrong. I think those are great movies, yeah. but they, I, I don't feel like they're great James Bond movies. OK, so what is great James Bond movies for you? Is it, is it Pierce? Is he? Pierce Brosnan uh, is my favorite. Bond. He, he's your yeah. boy. Yeah. Yeah, even though he's got like I think the most worst received <laughs> James Bond movies. You Does know, he? Like, I, I wouldn't agree. I, I mean, Goldfinger, I, or not Goldfinger? Sorry, Goldeneye. Uh, Goldeneye I, is one of my favorites. I think it's I love fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Goldeneye, rest in peace, giant satellite from the end of the movie. Yeah, Goldeneye is great. Except the only thing about Goldeneye that is not aged well is its soundtrack. Oh, is it bad? It's like weird 90 synth pop oh, music. Oh, yeah, that's true. I, it is my favorite. I think prior to the Daniel Craig's, it was my favorite one. But. Yeah, like, like don't get me wrong. The GoldenEye theme, mwah, chef's kiss, yeah. phenomenal. But the rest of the soundtrack to that movie is all like weird, like, like weird, like. Yeah, like it's, it's if you pop in GoldenEye, the video game, it's like the bow, bow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's a weird soundtrack. Yeah. I think Tomorrow Never Dies is underrated. I agree. I I think as Pierce went on, they kind of got a little worse. Like, yeah. They went bigger, but that also kind of made them their worse. But 
But yeah, I agree. What's what's your James Bond power rankings, Mike? Let's let's just talk James My Bond. My James Bond power rankings. J- James Bond power rankings. Good question. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of the I'm going to put Lord Lord George Lazenby down at the bottom because I've never seen any of the movies that he's in. He's only in one. He's only he? in one. Yeah, Majesty's Secret Service, yeah. So automatically the worst one. Okay. And then I don't know. I think I'd throw I think I throw Roger Moore in next and then Timothy Dalton because I think Timothy Dalton's, you know. Are you are you working bottom to top? I'm working bottom to okay. top. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm starting with George Lasonby. George okay. Lasonby is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, he's your he's your number one guy. Got yeah. It. And then I would say I would say Sean Connery and then Daniel Craig and then Pierce Brosnan. All right. Well, mine's exactly the same. Oh well, there you oh, go. sorry, sorry. Except I, I like Pier- I like Daniel Craig more than Pierce, so just the top is switched for me. Okay, well there you go. So there you go. There you go. This is James Bond power rank. <laughs> yeah, in case anybody wondered, tune in next week. We'll actually rate all twenty five movies or whatever they have. Done. Oh my god, there's one I I have I have the PlayStation Two game because there's a few PlayStation games that are like their own Bond movies, quote unquote. Like yeah. the last Pierce Brosnan Bond thing was a PlayStation game. Yeah, that's right. Now, I mean, it was also, I mean, it was an Xbox game and a GameCube game as well. But from what I heard, like I still have to play it. It's in the next room. It is sitting on a table just on the other side of this wall. It is apparently one of his best outings as Bond. Oh, okay. Okay. I've, I've heard good things, but I, I don't honestly know anything about it, like storyline or whatever. So the game in question, because there's a few, there's a few Bond games that have, that happened in the Pierce Brosnan era. Mm-hmm. I believe the first is Agent Under Fire, which is the one that doesn't have Pierce Brosnan's likeness in it. I think that's which one. It is. The first one, I can't remember the exact order. The first one does not have his face or his like voice or anything. The second one has his face, but not his voice. Right. And, and I think that one is Nightfire. And then the last one is Everything or Nothing, which is a, basically a secret Bond movie. Okay. Because it's Pierce Brosnan in the lead. Heidi Klum is in it as like a villain. Shannon Elizabeth is in it as the Bond girl of the film. Wow. And the villain is Willem Dafoe. This is a video game. It's a pretty star-studded lineup. And if I remember, I think Jaws is back in it randomly for some reason. <laughs> At first I thought, the shark? <laughs> like, no, oh, wait, no, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, the James Bond guy, I is know. like, the I shark? Love- I had all the James Bond movies, well, I, that existed at the time on VHS. I had like that collector set or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think that I think that Jaws just randomly shows up in that Bond game, which is pretty funny but i think also the pop star maya is in it and she does the theme song as well as a full-blown okay. theme song it's a it's i've heard great things about it i would like to play it apparently it's only like six hours long so i mean it's, it won't take too long to, to beat it right. but i mean i have that fancy shiny ps5 that that i'm guilted myself into playing because all of these people in the world do not have one <laughs> and i was it is your it's your burden to bear yeah, it really oh, is man, yeah Mike. i mean i was kind of holding out hope because when i bought it they hadn't quite announced whether or not backwards compatibility was coming so i was really holding out hope that that ship was going to sail and then uh, i'd be able to play it on the ps5 but uh, right. not so much not so much oh Oh, man. Did you ever wonder why they didn't make a GoldenEye 2? Didn't they sort of make a GoldenEye 2? 
Like, do you mean to the to the N sixty four or just in general? Because the N sixty four Goldeneye, we've talked about on the show way way back. One of the first episodes, yeah, yeah, it was one of the best N sixty four games ever, and arguably one of the best video games ever. All console FPSs basically owe their thanks to yeah. Goldeneye, and I mean, like, it was one of like the must own N sixty four games. Blah 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 blah. Why was there never a Goldeneye two? You know, I, I know Perfect Dark was sort of the um, kind of spiritual successor, but yeah. it was never. Yeah, it's obviously it's not a James Bond game and everything like that. If I, I watched a documentary about this and I think it had something to do because the game was supposed to come out at the same time as the movie and then they pushed it. They said they needed more time and then it came out like a year and a half after the movie came out or something like that. And despite the fact that it was a big success, they were like, well, we want the next game to get out faster. So they like took the license away. Oh, okay. And they just never did anything with it. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. And because they gave it to somebody else because there is a Tomorrow Never Dies game. I know I rented it and it's not great, especially after I rented it. And I was like, I was just, I had no idea at the time. I was just expecting it to be Goldeneye too. And it wasn't. It's a third person shooter. Yeah. it's, It's way different. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I think that's what's what happened. But there is technically a GoldenEye two, depending on, and there's technically a GoldenEye remake as well. Although they're none of them, they're not at all like the original GoldenEye. And from what I understand, both of them are bad. Yeah, the remake. That's uh, was that like a PC game? No, they, it was on PS3 as oh, well, and PS3 and Xbox. And and it, what they did was they replaced Pierce Brosnan with Daniel Craig. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And and they did like, so they basically redid the story of Goldeneye, but they replaced Pierce Brosnan with Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig did all the voiceover and, and they used his face and the character and, and things like that. And then there's a sequel to that game called 007 Legends. And in that game, it's part of a game of, I can't remember if it's Spectre or Skyfall. I think, which one does he get shot at the very beginning? Skyfall. Skyfall, yeah. Yeah, so it's partly a game version of Skyfall because the first level of the game is that train chase. Right, yeah. And then you fall off into the water and then the rest of the game is supposed to be your life flashing before your eyes. So then it's Daniel Craig doing other Bond movies. Uh, well, that's kind of a clever way to get some like classic James Bond moments in there. Yeah, they did like Goldfinger and they did oddly one of the weird Pierce Brosnan movies. The world is not. No, not the world is not enough. The other one. God, the one with the ice palace. Die was another it? day. Die another day. Yes. Die yes, another day. Job. I had to think of the Madonna song, which I, I hate. I don't hate it because it's a bad song. I hate it because it's a bad Bond theme. It's right. The worst right. Bond theme in all the Bond themes. But yes. <laughs> you know, so there's this randomly this Pierce Brosnan game where he he's like in the place of Sean Connery and stuff. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. Tune in two episodes from now where we do the power rankings for James Bond themes. That'll be good. Another good one. Yeah. And then the next episode <laughs> will be the ranking all of these weird James Bond games as well. <laughs> yeah. But GoldenEye number one and then the rest are all tied for last. Well, there's what? There's GoldenEye. The other one that I was mentioning is GoldenEye Rogue Agent, which is like it. it's a it's not a Bond game, but it's a Bond game. Yeah. Because like you are supposedly like another double O agent and then you get injured and you're rescued by 
the villains from previous Bond movies, like Blofeld shows up and he's like, I saved your life and I gave you a golden eye. Like it's very literal. <laughs> and what they end up doing, like I've never played it myself, but I remember reading about it and being like, wow, they, they made a new golden eye. And then like, I remember watching the reviews and being like, it is not as good as the original golden eye. Don't buy this. But like Bond is in the game. It's all about like being this weird villain like you you get taken in by the villains and then you like team up with jaws and odd job and crap and you like <laughs> run around and do like villain missions it's but it's an fps so interesting mike well you're gonna you're gonna have a whole lot of stuff to choose for the uh the episode picture today <laughs> yeah no kidding a lot of bond stuff a lot of people maybe i'll see if i can find some fast and the furious people jumping off of trucks and stuff with ps5s it's or maybe something. yeah when is uh, the new james bond movie pushed to now it's 2021 sometime is it not it is i don't know when i think it's february Man, was the last i heard it's been what, almost two uh, a year and a half then yeah because it was supposed to be may this year at first yeah, wasn't it that's yeah I, i'm pretty sure it might even be earlier than that I'm trying to think when I first, I think I, I saw trailers back in like 2019. Yeah. So definitely it was like May, April or May. Yeah. Crazy time. Crazy time. Well, mm-hmm. sooner or later, Chris, we'll get out there and we'll watch some more Bond movies in the world when they finally ever actually go to theaters. Maybe we'll watch them on premium rental. Who knows? But <laughs> yeah, because we'll, we'll, there's no way to know. We're in this weird kind of like, you know, like we're obviously we're in the, the COVID bubble, but there's also like this weird, like, the 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 vaccines are coming thing where it's like yeah but how long will it be rolled out before it'll be rolled out to people like us right no exactly well what i'm gonna have to do is either set up a vpn for us mike or i'll like remote into one of our u.s offices and i'll get a computer there (laughs) get hbo max subscription yeah we'll make it work somehow we'll we'll find a way because i have to see kong versus godzilla that's i have to life finds a way mike (laughs) definitely (laughs) but i think on that note that's going to do it for this week's episode of part-time nerds full-time dads you can follow along with our adventures in parenting at part-time nerds full-time dads.com as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us, let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong. You can send an email to the dads at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PTNerdsFTDads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next week, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again as soon. Soon.